Welcome to the Retire Right Podcast with Larry Heller. You deserve complete financial advice. There's no acceptable alternative if you want a plan to live well and on your terms. Complete financial advice equals complete peace of mind. Now, let's get into this week's podcast episode. Hello and welcome to Retire Right with Larry Heller from Heller Wealth Management. Larry, how are you today? I am doing terrific, Eric. How are you? I am doing fantastic. I'm really excited about today's guest. I think this is the first time you've had a travel professional on the show. And I know I'm tipping our hand just a little bit, but you've also given me his bio to read. Is that okay that I start that? Absolutely. All right. Gary, I'm so glad you're here. It's Gary Portuese. And Gary is the managing director and owner of Authentic Explorations. In 2002, Gary launched Authentic Sicily and later expanded to become Authentic Italy in 2014, and then Authentic Explorations in 2020. With a culinary focus, Authentic Explorations specializes in custom-made, high-end, region-specific, regional-specific travel programs. He has been selected to be a Condé Nast, and I hope I said that right, Gary, uh, traveler, top travel specialist, and on Travel Plus Leisure's A-list from 2016 to 2020. That is quite a bio, Larry. Obviously, I know why you brought him on the show. It sounds like he knows a ton. What made you think of bringing him on the show today? So, Eric, so we've now in New York, we are now fully back to normal. We hit 70% vaccinated, so all restrictions have been lifted. And if, if people are just chomping at the bit to start to travel even before this, and so I thought it'd be great for our listeners to hear from a travel professional what's going on in the world that's different from here and what should they be thinking about and how can they start traveling again safe, safely. So the timing is perfect to bring Gary on. Awesome. And I love the title that you came up with, Travel in a Post-Pandemic World with Gary Portuese. Gary, again, I hope I got your last name right. <laughs> you did. Thank you. Awesome. So, Gary, thank you for joining. So, let's just jump right into to, to this, and let's give sure. our listening audience a little bit of a background. So, what made you become a travel consultant? Thank you, Larry, for that question. Thank you for having me on your, your program. So, I've been in the travel business for a little over 30 years, and I started my career at one of the major travel companies, American Express, and was there for many years working on all kinds of interesting travel innovation and travel benefits and features for American Express card members. Um, During the summers, I would spend my summers in Sicily, uh, in my ancestral home, and uh, I noticed that nobody was really doing luxury travel in Sicily. Nobody was actually taking advantage of this world-class destination and offering it up in a way that the luxury American traveler could appreciate and would would give them the incentive to come and experience the Sicily that I knew. So that really became the impetus for me to say, hey, you know what, once I'm done with my corporate job, I think I'm going to develop this as a side business and then eventually create a business out of this and see where it goes. That was my, essentially my impetus for starting Authentic Sicily back in 2002. Awesome. So anyone that's working with you is getting somebody who lives right there and has traveled the world and American Express. I've used American Express before, so everyone knows what kind of travel they put together. So Gary, you've got a great background. Today, going forward, people, I guess, are starting to travel and they're starting to ask questions. So what kind of advice can you offer 
um, our listeners who are still concerned about traveling outside the U.S. because COVID may not be as where we are in the U.S.? Yeah, it's a great question. And it's a question that we, my team and I, <laughs> answer every day on most phone calls that we get. I can say I, I'm freshly back from a three-week trip in uh, Greece and Croatia. And those two countries were the first ones in Europe to really open up to allow vaccinated American travelers um, and welcome them to, to their countries. And I can tell you that the situation in those countries, which is probably similar to many of the other Western European countries and probably much of, say, North America, Australia, New Zealand, many of the Asian countries, and that is that people are being careful, people are being respectful, people are trying to be safe. And most importantly, it's the countries that are dictating to their own people what they need to do in the travel sector to make sure that visitors feel comfortable and feel welcomed. And I felt totally comfortable in both countries. And in fact, next week I'm going to Sicily for my summer vacation. I haven't been in two years, so um, I can report back. But I have a sneaking suspicion that Italy is is right there with Greece and with uh, with Croatia. So, are these countries making you take a COVID test when you arrive, or having yeah. you um, quarantine, or is that kind of over as long as you can prove that you've been vaccinated? Yeah, no, it's a great question, and this is where it gets very complicated and. Every country is approaching this a little bit differently. And um, it also, what complicates this is if you're not flying direct to a country from the United States, if you have to go, say, via Amsterdam or France to get to your final destination, those countries where you first land also have different COVID procedures and requirements. So it makes it very complicated. And that's one of the, th the, the reasons why my clients and people who call us prospects are a little bit skittish about traveling. It's not that they're afraid to to get COVID. They feel they're vaccinated, that they're safe, and they, they know the protocols. It's more a question of how complicated is this journey going to be and what happens when I get to the other side of the Atlantic if they're going to Europe? What, what are the conditions like there? Is there quarantining? Is the, are, are restaurants closing at 10 o'clock at night or at 8 o'clock at night? Every country seems to have different rules and different procedures. So it's all, to answer your question, it's a long-winded answer, but it really depends. And it's still, in a way, early days to try to figure out exactly what's happening. And the changes, there are changes every day. Every country is updating their procedures and their policies. And in some countries like Greece and like Croatia, all you need, if you're going direct, nonstop, then all you need is your vaccination card. I had to go via Amsterdam and the Netherlands required that I had a PCR test, a negative PCR test before even departing the US in order to transit through Amsterdam to get to Greece. So I had to do that. But as the airlines are adding more flights, more direct flights, this can be less of an issue over the summer. I'll stop there in case you have any follow-up questions. Yeah, no, great question. Just so the uh, uh, listening audience is aware, we're recording this podcast probably a few weeks before it's going to air. So it's real important that you, you speak to someone like Gary so you can get the most up-to-date information before you uh, book, a, book a travel. That's right. And that's what travel professionals, that's what we do. We have the most up-to-date information, the best information possibly can. So it's really important to rely on your travel professional, whether it is a tour operator, whether it is a travel agent, anyone in the travel profession, even the hotels that you're booking, the airlines that you're flying, ask questions and look on their websites and also look at the country websites, the official country websites to give you the latest information. 
Great. So that's obviously one of the biggest challenges for 2021 and 2022. What else do you foresee to be the big challenges and even big opportunities? Yeah, for 20, we'll say fall of 2021 and into 2022, it's a combination of challenges and opportunities for us, for all of us, those who are traveling, those of us who are in the profession. And that is essentially is going to be, there is a lot of pent up demand, a lot. So once it becomes easier and safer, at least from a from a psychological standpoint, for people to travel abroad, um, there's going to be uh, a glut <laughs> of demand, and uh, you know it's not going to be easy to find hotel rooms, for example, or flights. That's the challenge, but that is the opportunity for us. For those of us who have been hurting for the last 15 or months or so, we will be very, very busy, we expect. In fact, it's starting to happen in just three or four days. It feels like somebody turned the lights on all of a sudden, and we've gotten a ton of inquiries just in a few days. Um, it seems like there's some kind of momentum building, and people are feeling confident, and people are feeling like it's time now to, to book and to travel. And we're, we are expecting last-minute travel, planning out in the fall, and many people are just saying, you know what, I'm just going to still I'm going to sit this year out and really start planning for 2022. And our advice is do it now because you're not going to find the flights and the hotel rooms that you want. Great suggestions. So what countries or regions are you most excited, most excited about? Yeah, I think, well, I kind of hinted to where I have just been, and that is Croatia and Greece. I want to talk about Croatia in particular because I think it's this undiscovered gem. And it's a fairly new country. It's only been independent for the past 30 years. But they have invested a ton in infrastructure and in the tourism industry. And uh, and it shows. And they got it down right. Not only do they have the right infrastructure and there's still more work to be done, but they have the right hospitality. It's built into their culture, I would say. And they know how to welcome guests and, and visitors, and they do an amazing job of it. And then they just got the natural resources. They've got beautiful national parks, and the Dalmatian coastline is is incredibly beautiful. Amazing food and wine. Before I went, somebody told me, I asked, what is the food like in Croatia? And they told me, it's like Italian food. And honestly, I didn't know what that, me- that meant. I was like, well, what does that mean? <laughs> and then I got there, and then it was clear to me, 500 years of dominance by the ancient the the venetian republic left a real imprint throughout croatia and the coastline and influenced everything from their their culture their language but most importantly their food and to me it was like an aha moment it's like "Ah, i got it it could be Italy's 21st region. There are 20 regions in Italy. When somebody, when the culinary professionals have told me it's similar to Croatian food, that was the, you know, that was the aha moment is like, I got it. It's as if Italy had a 21st region, that would be Croatian food with incredible influences from their Slavic, I guess, culture and, and, and other ingredients. So I would say, yeah, Croatia is definitely one of those very exciting places. They've been welcoming Americans. In fact, most of this year, there have been very few restrictions and they've been managing it beautifully. Kudos to them. Yeah, that's great. That's great to hear. The few people that have told me they went to Croatia, everyone is, has raved about it and, and loved that. So for those of you out there that have not heard about that, you can definitely speak to Gary a little bit more about about Croatia. So Gary, coming out of the pandemic, what has you know changed kind of permanently in the luxury travel because of it? Yeah, quite a few things. I think there are 
a few things that I'll go through. First, I would say that there's a general appreciation, I guess, for people who've really enjoyed spending time with their families during the pandemic to want to travel with them. So one of the expectations we have, and we're already starting to see it, is this desire to travel with with family. So kind of this idea of multi-generational travel. So it's grandma, the kids, and then the grandchildren. And that's really exciting for us because it it has us put together very interesting programs that need to appeal to a variety of generations and tastes and so forth. So it's it's fun. Second, I think there's like a, a general appreciation for travel professionals. We spent March, April, May, we'll say, um, the first three months of the pandemic, canceling and rebooking and then canceling once again when it was clear that travel, international travel in 2020 was not going to happen. We spent all that time saving as much as we could for our clients. If clients had gone directly to, say, hotels or airlines, or they picked a tour guide or a, a driver that they found on the internet, chances are good that they weren't going to get their refunds or they would get a smaller percentage of their refunds back versus working with a travel professional who has all the relationships and has the essentially the muscle power to get you know the vendors and suppliers to refund um, all of their clients' money, um, or most of it anyway. And I think we did an excellent job of that. And then the thank yous we got it were essentially... I'm so glad I went with you guys, and I'm sorry it didn't work out this time, but we'll be back. And in fact, many have already started calling us back saying to say, we want to take that trip again, and we're very happy about that. So I think a general appreciation for what travel professionals can do from a security perspective and from a financial perspective. So, so you, you kind of call yourself a travel professional consultant, which I guess is different than, a, than an agent. So why don't you kind of tell our audience kind of how you work and how you design sure. itineraries and some sure. of the questions that you ask and why should people kind of work with you? Okay, great. It's a great question. And I think it's a good moment for me to just give a quick definition, at least from my point of view. A travel agent tends to be somebody who's a generalist and who can book all kinds of travel. So any kind of air ticket, if you want to go to Disneyland, if you want to go to Europe on a you know package, you know, program, a, a group tour, if you want to go on a cruise, they can handle just about anything that you're looking to do. A travel consultant or travel designer or a tour operator, we tend to specialize in certain things, right? certain aspects of travel. My company focuses on specific countries and we really have a strong focus on food and wine experiences. So I would say that we are travel consultants with respect to certain countries like Italy, Greece, Croatia, Spain, France, Portugal, the U.S., where we have very deep connections to a variety of different vendors and suppliers who provide extraordinary experiences for our clients. Why use us? So you would hire a travel professional to essentially customize a program based on your desires, things that you want to see and do. We specialize in listening to our clients and really taking in a lot of information and designing, custom designing a program, whether it's seven days, 10 days, two weeks, whatever it happens to be. And we provide everything. It's one-stop shopping. Everything from the moment the client lands at the airport um, in the country that they're going to. And we have VIP airport service to take them through you know customs and baggage claim 
to transportation to take them to their hotel. And then we have we do hotel bookings and then we do activities and we private guides, private drivers, all kinds of interesting experiences from you know cooking classes to wine tastings to hikes to private yachts and you know helicopter experiences over Mount Vesuvius, for example, and Mount Etna. So these are the kinds of things that we pull together. And uh, for most people, they don't know how to how to pull something like that together. And we have the resources and we have all the right connections to, to put together a memorable experience for our clients. Some people say, well, I can find those things online. And I have a friend, for example, who's in the medical industry. And he, I would hire him if he were available because he could do it on his own. He doesn't need me. <laughs> we're not necessarily somebody that, we're not necessarily a company that everybody needs. We are a company that um, provides convenience, security, expertise, of course, just like you would hire a financial advisor. There are some people who thrive and love doing that on their own. They don't need the advisor to, to manage their money. And there are others who absolutely want that. And it's similar with a travel professional to basically provide all the various components to make it an easy um, experience for you and a very pleasurable one. If you just find, for example, a driver online to take you from the Rome airport to some little B&B that you've, that you've booked in Orvieto, my question to that person is, well, I found somebody and they're, they're a lot cheaper than what you can offer. My question is, who is that driver? Are they licensed? Do they have adequate insurance? And where's your recourse if something goes wrong? So that's just one example of like what we do. We There's total recourse and total security in working with travel professionals such as our company so how you know so how to i like how you related it to the financial advisory world yeah, that's true depending people like to do it on own but other people like like help like help and sometimes i tell people they don't know what they don't know so i guess that same thing with right. travel that you're the right. expert in those areas and you're trying to do some things trying to find it on their own it could be extremely tough in learning it and that's why there's firms like like yourself so how do you go about designing an itinerary for clients and kind of what are some of the key questions you ask yeah, it's great. We love to, to ask you know, a whole series of questions. One of the, the most important questions is, what is your goal on this trip? Like, is it celebratory, discovery? Is it honeymoon? So we really want to understand that. Many times we do like 60th you know, birthday celebrations or 50th or anniversaries. And I think that's important because it kind of sets the tone and the pace. Next, most important is number of people and, of course, how many. And budget always helps. But many times our clients who tend to be on the wealthy side, it's less about budget and it's more about experiences. So then we basically, you know, they may have some sense of what they'd like to do. And our job is to kind of, you know, finesse that and perfect. Or they may just be like, all I know is that I really would like to go to, let's say, Provence. Can you put together a program? We don't really know much about it except for X and a couple of other places that we've heard about. And so it's our job to basically explore with them Provence in that instance. So it's a variety of ways that we approach it, but it's essentially gathering a lot of information, doing a lot of listening, and then providing options. Um, I think that's important too, because if it's a new client, we don't necessarily know their style of travel. Do they like boutique hotels or do they like a full service hotel that has a pool. Are they traveling with children? And I think in the summertime, it's important for them to have a pool in the afternoon to give the you know, children a little bit of a break, and they tend to like that. So it's really understanding the client, understanding what they want to get out of the program, and then finding the right match, finding the right set of, of activities and an overall program that makes sense for them. 
So is this something like kind of more specialized in a la carte? So just for example, somebody wants to handle their own plane fares and they've, they've got plenty of points, so they want to do their own plane fares, but they want your firm to handle the hotels and the experiences, yeah. or is it kind of an all-in-one type of program? Yeah, it's, it's, it's not necessarily all-in-one. So we, we're actually experts, we're what we call land experts. So we don't specialize in air, although we do have travel partners who handle air and we refer clients to them. If they, many of our clients like to use points because they're you know, frequent business travelers and they have tons of points and we're like, by all means, knock yourself out. That's perfectly fine. Just give us your itinerary so we know when you're landing and where and we'll pick you up. But then once they're there, the destination, yeah, we're, we kind of provide, we're soup to nuts. Within reason, we do have certain minimums, but, you know, more than, you know, more than often the, the program involves hotels, transportation, private guides and activities and things like that. So it's a combination of things that we put, pull together. Right. And what are some of the kind of watch outs that people don't really think about when booking yeah. a travel program? You might have covered some of these before. Yeah. <laughs> no, I think when people ask me, like, at the end of the day, what do you really do? I, I kind of jokingly say, um, you know what? You know what I do? You know who I am? I'm, I'm a logistician. And they're like, well, what does that mean? I'm like, travel, success in travel and putting together a travel program at the end of the day revolves around two major things, geography and logistics. If you don't have that down right, the program is going to be a disaster. What does that mean? It means that many times you look at a map and you're like, well, this town, let's give an example. Palermo doesn't look so far away from Agrigento. Like I probably can do it in half an hour and then I can, and then I'm there and then I could do a morning tour and I'm back in the afternoon for lunch with, with a friend. And I'm like, okay, it looks like two inches on the map and you have to understand there are no major highways and that's a full day trip. So Yes, but it's only X number of miles. That's what it says on Google Maps. I'm like, yes, but you don't know the roads like we do. So that's the kind of, that's what I'm getting at when I say we're logisticians and we are experts in geography because we don't believe that you can actually enjoy the actual culture and go deeply, dive deeply into a culture if you're running around trying to get from point A to point B, let us take care of that. We worry about that and we will tell you how much time you have each day to get from point A to point B. And we're not going to cram that day because you can't really enjoy La Dolce Vita in Italy if you're rushing around and trying to get a picture of this monument and that monument. That's not our style. That's not what we do. The name authentic is in our DNA. Um, well, the idea of authenticity is in our DNA, hence the name of our company, Authentic Explorations. And we, we very carefully, that's the watch out is you can't put too much in in one day because you're not going to wind up really remembering anything. You're not going to enjoy it. And you're going to be too worried about what's happening tomorrow as opposed to just stopping to smell of roses, so to speak. So that's Final. probably the biggest watch out. Sorry. Okay. And final question for me is more about travel insurance. Should people buy travel insurance and when why? Mm -hmm. Oh, sure. Absolutely. I think the pandemic, if anything, taught us all that travel insurance really does protect you. There are many reasons and there are many different types of travel insurance. But generally speaking, there are many reasons why somebody would want to purchase insurance, want to protect themselves in case something goes wrong. And sometimes they're covered by things, by certain insurances with their credit cards that they use and they travel with. But travel insurance itself really helps for people who've got either you know, underlying conditions or they have 
sick relatives, where something can happen, a business interruption. There are many different reasons why people would need insurance, but, you know, and different plans cover different things, but you can shop around and there are many insurance companies that give you different policies that will suit your needs. And it's great protection. And sometimes it's a little costly, but it gives you peace of mind. And many of my clients who had insurance during the pandemic they got fully reimbursed. And I think that's something um, that speaks to why you would want to consider it. Hmm. This has been so enlightening and hopefully you get to be even busier than you are right now. <laughs> but I guess, like you said in the beginning, if you're really thinking about travel, anybody out there, you should start to, to put your ducks in a row and make some plans now. So, uh, Gary, what if our listeners want to get in contact with you, how's the best way that they get in contact with you? Yeah, great. Thank you. I appreciate that. They can write to us. Uh, or they can take a look at our website, authentic-explorations.com. Write to us at info at authentic-explorations.com. And we'd be delighted to, to speak to any of your listeners. Great, Gary. Thank you so much for uh, spending the time today. I'm sure our listeners learned a lot. And then Safe and Happy Travels is back. Thank you. Thank you. It's been a pleasure. Yeah, I think this is uh, very timely, Larry, obviously. Uh, that's why you brought it up. I love the thought of being able to go and travel again. So, again, thank you so much for bringing him on the show. Larry, you, you pick great guests for a good reason, and uh, I know the audience appreciates it, and, and we appreciate our audience. So, thank you, audience, for tuning in and listening to the Retire Right Podcast with Larry Heller. If you have not subscribed to the podcast yet, please click the subscribe now button below. This way, when Larry comes out with a new podcast, it'll show up directly on your listening device. It also makes it easier to share these podcasts with your friends and family. Again, thanks for listening today. For everyone at Hello Wealth Management, this is Eric Johnson reminding you to live your best day every day. And we'll see you next time.